You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Sabian! SportsJourney.com Radio Network back on the air. It's another Victory Formation Monday here on the Dance Party. Delighted you're with us. Bob Matthews here. 23-15, the Washington Burgundy and Gold over the San Francisco 49ers in the desert on a horse with no name. And yes, they are now your NFC East Division leaders. The Giants lost yesterday. Washington is now 6-7. and seven. The Giants are 5-8. and eight. You can play with the ESPN playoff machine all you want. Here's the bottom line. Washington wins out. They're going to the playoffs. And here's something even a little more enticing. If they get some help and if the chalk holds. So, again, let's start rooting for the chalk. But if the chalk holds this week, they can be on the precipice of it. In fact, if things break right, they can actually clinch the division this weekend. Hard as that may seem to believe, especially considering where we were after maybe week six. We got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. We're going to talk to Ron Rivera in a little while, as well as going to the locker room, get you exclusive locker room access with the players. Um, I think we're seeing an evolution here. This is different than what we've seen in the past. Yeah, it may seem on the surface like this team is running back, say, the 2015 season, the 2012 season, uh, a couple of the seasons with the Joe Gibbs 2.0. But I think it's different because it's a little more sustainable this year. This team, it's not a good team yet all around but it's a dangerous team and you can nitpick the evolution of this defense all you want you could say well the Cowboys playing stunk over Thanksgiving I mean you can go back to well Andy Dalton got knocked out of the game on a cheap shot by John Bostick at FedEx Field and they were having to play Ben DiNucci. You can say they were facing a backup quarterback in Dalton the second time they played him. You can nitpick and say the Steelers had no running game. You can nitpick and say they faced a, a backup quarterback again this past weekend in Nick Mullins and a backup quarterback against Detroit. You could say all those things. But what you can't deny is that this defense has 
just become filthy. Oh, the Steelers. I forgot about the Steelers. Yes, you could say, hey, the Steelers didn't have a running game without James Conner there. That doesn't excuse everything. If you have a good team, if you have a good defense, you should feast on those kind of teams. That's what you would say before the game. Hey, Joe Burrow's not in the game. Or Joe Burrow's out of the game. This Redskins defense ought to feast on that. Andy Dalton's out of the game. Well, Dak Prescott's not playing. Should feast on that. And they did. You know, except I can go down the line. You know, the Steelers not having a running game. They could tee off on Big Ben. Should feast on that. Same thing with San Francisco. Well, they did. And you can't you can't overlook that. You can't overlook the way this defensive front seven has been playing the last month and a half or so. This defense is becoming downright scary. Again, they're leveling up this week. They're going pick any metaphor you want. Going up in weight class. It's a statement. It's going to be a signpost game. Whatever you want to say. It's definitely a different kettle of fish with the Seahawks coming in. This is not Nick Mullins and some wide receivers you never heard of. This is Russell Wilson with a running game. And, oh, by the way, Tyler Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf. So we're going to find out a lot this weekend at FedEx Field about this Washington defense. Washington, by the way, opening as a four-point underdog against Seattle. Um, The latest on Alex Smith is that the calf injury is believed to be minor, but seldom do you see somebody come back from something like this in just one week. Apparently it stiffened up on him. Michael Phillips, our good friend from the Richmond Times-Dispatch, speculating after, and again, he said just, you know, from his vantage point in the press box, it... Could it have to do with the fact that he's got this special brace that he wears and, you know, he's got problems with the nerve ending in his foot and all that, and could that have caused it? We just don't know. I want to go back and look at the tape on it. Uh, Ron Rivera talked about that, um, and he talked about uh, Dwayne Haskins and how he played and how he was he was pretty satisfied with it. Uh, we will get to all that in just a second, but first uh, we got to go – with the biggest story of this game, and that was, of course, a uh, defensive end that the team took out of Ohio State, drafted him uh, second overall in the draft. What's his? What's that kid's name again? Oh, yeah, Chase Young. That's right. That deserves a wow. And don't take a sack or a strip sack. What a great job by the Washington football team. Yeah, not just Chase Young, but pretty much everybody on defense. But Chase Young pretty much did it all, especially in the first half. Second half, I think San Francisco really made a conscious effort to both keep away from him and double and triple team him. In the first half alone, Chase Young, four tackles, a sack, a tackle for a loss, a pass deflected, a quarterback hit, and, of course, a fumble recovery, which was returned for a touchdown. And if you haven't heard it before, Chase was all smiles in the locker room last night, even let his mom get in on the action. We asked him what she thought of it. He was actually FaceTiming with her as he came to the podium 
to talk to all of us. Check it out. Hey, Chase, I think, would your mom be happy with your game today? You want to ask her? Yes. <laughs> She's on the phone right with me right now. I got her right here. No, nah, she, she definitely happy, though. Uh, I'm talking to her right now. Um, I I'm, I'm lost for words. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I was out there playing ball, man, and, 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 and uh, you know, good things happened for me today. It, is your mom actually on the phone right now? On the speaker phone? Right here. I don't know if you can see it. Hey, what's up? What's up on mute? Hi. She said hi. What what'd you think of the touchdown today? She said, they said, what did you think of the touchdown tonight? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm just so worn out. It, it was just outstanding. I couldn't even believe it. I was in shock. Hey, and I said, he knows how to pick that phone up and that phone on it. And he got it and kept trucking. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a proud mom right there and that's the kind of stuff that you get to do when you've won four straight and all of a sudden you're in first place in the division what i really liked about about chase last night and his his bearing both on the field and and after the game and it's it this is not you know unique this isn't an observation that's unique to me but he doesn't act like a rookie I mean, Chase Young is already becoming a leader on this team. No doubt he'll be, a, he'll be a captain. I'm sure he'll be a captain next year. And it was really interesting listening to him after the game and how he said, it's great. Four straight wins are terrific. It was a big win on the road against a team that's probably got better personnel than they've showed this year. And it was this was kind of a, kind of a level-up game for the defense. But he says they haven't won anything yet, and there's absolutely no reason to be satisfied with where they are. And they can't get cocky because there is still a really tough road ahead of them. You know, I like to think of what would Kobe do. Kobe wouldn't be smiling. He'd put his head down and keep working until he achieved what he wanted to achieve. So I feel like that's the whole vibe of the whole team right now. Um, we're not satisfied, um, and we're going to keep going. So there you have it. The best player on the team is channeling the Mamba mentality. The bottom line there is if you want to have a man crush on Chase Young, it is officially okay to do that. How about Dwayne Haskins? Uh, came in for Alex Smith, of course, at the end of the first half and then played the entire second half as Smith couldn't get that calf loose. Very much a different guy that we talked to last night than the first four weeks of this season or last year um on the surface numbers absolutely nothing to write home about but credit where credit's due he he got the win that's all there is to it he managed the game directed a pretty nice drive and put the defense in position to win the game and afterwards you could tell this season this journey that he's been on the last what couple of months has definitely changed him uh, it's been a lot um you know it's been really challenging trying to figure out um how to go about things and what's next and um just trying to be my best version of myself every day and uh, that's what i've just been working on uh finding ways to get better outside of the facility um, staying longer at the facility just trying to prove these coaches that i want to 
you know, be a guy that can uh, be reliable and be someone that can lead this team. So that's what I've been working on since everything has happened. I was trying to grow in everything. Um, you know, I'm not a finished product by any means, and I'm just uh, trying to be um, as great as, as guys that I watch on TV every day. And having somebody like Alex in the room with me is a great example. And uh, he comes to work every day with his hat on, and he grinds, and he never complains, and somebody I look up to. And uh, he's been helping me a lot throughout this whole process. And, um, you know, he's been through stuff like this before. So he's been a great uh, person to lean on throughout this uh, I don't really want to get into that right now. I'm just thankful to get this win um, more so than anything. Uh, tears came to my eyes just um, as I was leaving the field, just thankful just to be back out on the grass again because I didn't know when I was going to be on the grass again. And um, I'm excited. Um, we're first in the division. That's something that we always wanted to work for since the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, it's right there for us. So I'm glad I was able to help today and uh, help propel us forward. I'm just grateful and thankful. Um, I'm just proud of how our team fought. I'm proud of how our defense played. I'm proud of how my offense uh, rallied around me, how my coaches rallied around me. Um, so, I mean, you know, by any means, was it wasn't perfect. You know, definitely some throws that I wish that uh, could be completed or that played a Terry. Uh, that I was almost, still pisses me off. Um, but it's all good. Uh, we get an opportunity to play next week, and whether I'm, I'm, I'm playing or not, I'm just thankful for this opportunity. I would just say the biggest growth that I've had uh, is just – been as a person um, is probably the biggest amount of adversity that I've faced since coming into this world and I lean on a lot of people, a lot of mentors, family, close ones. I prayed and I prayed again. And um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad that I'm able to be here right now and tell you guys that I'm thankful. That's all I was, all, that's all I care about right now. Mm. Uh, that's something. I don't know what it is, but that's definitely something. Something has changed, and I think for the better with Dwayne Haskins. We'll we'll see going forward. I got a piece that'll be coming out at SportsJourney.com. Uh, if it's not up now, it'll be up really, really soon about Dwayne and his performance. And I got to say, I after I went back and I I watched his the second his second half about three four times now. I was a little, I was a little harsh. I, I was a little ru- rushed in my initial assessment of how he played, um, saying that he was ineffective. Uh, while he had some bright spots, he was ineffective. You go back and look at it; I, he actually was pretty effective. Now I know, yes, you look at the stats, and absolutely nothing to write home about. I mean, he, I, I think what about fifty-seven yards passing. You know, that's that's not going to win you any Player of the Week awards. But you have to put into context what was going on there in, you know, the totality of the game. First of all, a backup quarterback, as we know, and I'd love, maybe we can talk about it with, with Robbie Duncan or one of our other, um, our other insiders who actually, you know, could speak to exactly what it's like for a backup quarterback during the week, we know that they don't get a lot of reps. It's all what you call mental reps. And the game plan is not designed for what they do. I mean, every every quarterback does different does different things well. So you put a game plan together, melding what the defense, the opposing defense does well and doesn't do well, and what your quarterback does well and doesn't do well. That's what you work on. That's what everybody works on all week. Dwayne Haskins, Alex Smith, they're not the same people. 
So they're gonna they're gonna have they've got different skill sets. So the plays that everybody worked on all week were things that Alex Smith did well, not Dwayne Haskins. Despite all of that, Haskins came out and directed us, I think it was about a 70-yard scoring drive there to begin the, first, the second half. And it hit a field goal, got him down to the one or two-yard line, pass uh, Terry McLaurin, got bumped going over the middle on what looked like a rubber out or a crossing pattern, and Haskins wasn't able to give him the ball. Uh, didn't force it in so tight that it would be intercepted in the end zone, though. Did he? No, he did not. Excuse me. By the way, 7 out of 12, 51 yards. Um, look at the other. You look at his other series there in the second half. So they kicked the field goal 16 to 7. Um, comes back out, gets a couple of first downs, and then Scott Turner calls the reverse, whereas they right supposed to throw a pass, right? Questionable call. I get why Scott Turner did it, and obviously he knows more about football than I do, but when you're sitting there and you're watching the game, you think, okay, you've got a backup quarterback in there who hasn't played in a couple of months. Now, I know you got to keep the defense honest, but let's not try to put him in a situation where, um, where he's going to, He's going to have the odds stacked against him. Eventually on that drive, that's what happened. Was, you know, they, they put him in a position, and I think it was because of that call that you know, he had a, a long third down, third and long, and they weren't able to complete it. They kick it away, um, and 49ers get the ball back. All right. He doesn't get his next offensive possession, but for a good reason. Because Cam Curl picks off Nick Mullins and goes the other way for six. <coughs> Excuse me. That takes us to the end of the third quarter. So you go into the fourth quarter now, pretty much where you want to be, up 16 points, two scores, two touchdowns, two two-point conversions on the 49ers. Now, that's where, and I think we all know this, that's where the game changes. You're starting the fourth quarter Everybody on both sides knows what's going on. 49ers know they got to get a score now and put the pressure on Washington's offense to move the ball. 49ers know we got to go down, we got to get a score, then we got to stop, we got to stuff Washington three and out, get the ball back and try and tie this thing up. Well, Washington knows that too. Third quarter, you've got your entire playbook, not just available to you, but as, you know, the opposing team, the 49ers defense, knows that pretty much any play, yeah, you could run, you could throw. Because we've got, you know, anywhere between 30, 20 and 30 minutes of the game left, depending on what it is in the third quarter. You get down to the fourth quarter now, game shrunk. So the 49ers go down, they score uh, that touchdown, and it's what? You've got, uh, they do it in, so you've got roughly... Yeah, a little bit more than 10 minutes to go. A little bit more than 10 minutes to go. All right. So if you're Washington, what do you want to do? You want to run some clock. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to give the 49ers an extra clock stoppage with an incomplete ball at this point. Because, again, you're coming down to 10 minutes left of the game. 
You don't want an interception. You don't want a turnover. So you're going to keep it on the ground. They know that you're going to keep it on the ground for the most part, especially first and second down. So what are they going to do? They're going to sell out to the run, which they did. Hence the three and out. And if you're Washington, you're like, okay, our defense has shut them down all game. Why not? And they did it again. Four plays and a punt. And they pretty much traded back and forth. I don't think it's fair to say that Haskins was ineffective the last, what, one, two, three drives that he had. And don't forget, you know, going back to that, to the 49ers touchdown there at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Defense had him stuffed three and out. Offense should have gotten the ball with, you know, 13 minutes left in the game or something like that. And they could pretty much still do whatever they wanted. But Montez Sweat had the roughing the passer call on him. And now, you know, and the 49ers eventually score on that drive where they should have been kicking. It's just one of those things. Yeah, Dwayne had that one shaky pass to McLaurin that, uh, fortunately, was ruled an incomplete pass because it was. But still, other than that, he didn't make any mistakes, didn't turn the ball over and give the defense a short field. And that, given everything, was not a bad way to close out that game. And Ron Rivera said as much today when we met with him post game that what he saw out of Haskins, he liked. Um, I thought I liked the way he came out early on, you know, and, and, and he seemed to handle that pretty good. Um, got a little concerned. Uh, as I said, though, we put a lot of pressure on him because we didn't have success early in the downs and it had been hard for any quarterback. Um, you know, he, he's got, you know, he's got some things still to learn, but he's working at it and he's doing things the right way. He's done things the right way in practice and, 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 and in meetings and we expect him to continue and to continue to prepare as if you are going to start. And if, and if, and if, and if anything changes, then he'll, pre- he'll prepare as the starter. And that's where you're starting to see it. Again, we've got a ways to go, uh, but there's, there's reasons for optimism. Don't give up. Don't, don't give up on the fact that Dwayne Haskins may be competing for the starting job next year, or may be, you know, given an opportunity next year to earn, you know, to earn the starting job in the future. I don't think it's a done deal. I know you look at all these mock drafts that are that are going on, and you know the national guys. That's what they're going to say. That's that's the low hanging fruit. That oh, of course Washington's taking a quarterback in the first round. I don't think that's the case. I really don't. Uh, I think that, and again, it, it, if Alex Smith is okay, let's let's assume that yesterday was a bump in the road. That Smith's okay. He comes back this week. He plays and and plays you know reasonably well. If he can play going into next year, if he wants to play going into next year, then what does that buy you? Most valuable commodity, you've got time. You've got time to see if Dwayne Haskins can grow into that. You've got time to see if there are other options out there. You don't need a specific solution right away because you've got one. Uh, You also may need it, may not need it, because of the identity that this team seems to be forming another thing we asked Rivera about today uh, the team's identity and he says you know a few weeks ago he said team was still searching for it now maybe they found it yeah we're the Washington football team um and I, I, I and I really think it's team you know we talk about it 
you know, one side has stepped up and played well. One position has played well, uh, picked up the other position. Somebody gets hurt. Guys have stepped up and done their job, kind of like the next man, next man mentality. You know, we've had it on the offensive line. We've had it in the secondary. Uh, we've, we, 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 we've had it at running back. We've had it at wide receiver. You know, we've had those types of things, and that's all part of coming together as being a team. So right now, you know, to sit here and say, oh, well, this, this, is, this is our character. I, I, don't, I don't know if we've had that right now. I, I really don't. Um, I do know there was a lot of energy that, that we got from the defense yesterday. Um, to sit here and say we're a defensive team would not be fair because of the, the talent we have on the offensive side. You know, we had some guys do some extraordinary things yesterday. Um, but to me, one of the really extraordinary things is that Terry went over 1,000 yards receiving, um, and he did it in, uh, in 13 games. And that really is the mark of a consistent player, you know, to be as consistent as he has week in and week out, to, 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 to have been playing injured at certain points during the season and coming out and doing his job in spite of those things, that's impressive to me. So that was really cool. And, and, and I'm real proud of who he's becoming. You know, he's, he's a guy that a lot of people, you know, kind of thought, oh, this is a special teams guy who's going to help you on, on offense. And, and now all of a sudden he's kind of grown and blossomed into this receiver. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's into your number one receiver at that. And, and you sit there and go, man, this, this guy is playing at a consistently high level and, and, and he deserves the accolades he's getting uh, and, the, and, the, and the recognition. That's a powerful statement from Ron Rivera right there. And do not minimize what he's saying. For him to throw down a marker like that and say that this team's finding an identity and the identity is the Washington football team, that's big. Rivera's a guy that's doing it the right way. And, you know, I understand. Last 20 years or so, uh, actually closer to 30. I mean, <laughs> you got to go. Going back to when they walked off the field with that third Lombardi trophy, it's been rough. It has been rough. And there have been fits and starts before. I think this time, I think maybe there's genuinely – some optimism that can creep in here. This is different. This isn't this isn't Coach Joe 2.0 coming back. This isn't the ball coach. Uh, this isn't Mike Shanahan riding into town or Club J. Ron Rivera's doing this the right way. And if he is given the opportunity to see it through... I think, I think this time, this could be the real deal. This could be what should have happened in Marty Schottenheimer's second year. Dan Snyder hadn't fired him to go get Steve Spurrier. It's going to be very interesting to see both what happens down the stretch and then going into next year. This team's a comer right now. No two ways about it, I don't think. And on that optimistic note, we're going to get on out of here. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, you wear white. Watch your